Blog Talk Radio. This is White Rage. I had lived in Missouri for 13 years. I saw the way that policy worked. I saw the way that policy systematically and systemically undermined African Americans' access to their citizenship rights. But as a nation, we were so focused in on the flames that we missed the kindling. That kindling. Let's talk about some of that kindling at Ferguson. Kindling. 67% of Ferguson's population is African American. In the 2013 municipal election, black voter turnout rate was 6%. How do you turn 67% of the population into 6% of the voters. Those are numbers from Jim Crow, Alabama. You do it via a series of policies, the ways that you hold your elections, the ways that you craft your ballots. There's a whole series of tricks that you can use to change 67% into six. Kindling. Because you begin to think about what it means if you don't believe that you even have a say in who your representatives are. Kindling. Let's talk about the schools. Michael Brown school system. Missouri rates its school system. It, it accredits them uh, on a 140-point scale. Graduation rate, um, matriculation rate, test scores, the whole nine yards. And you can get a total of 140 points. How many points do you think Michael Brown's school system got? How many? On 140. That's a good one, Eric. (laughs) That's a good one. 20 out of 140, right? Anybody else? Whoa. Aren't <laughs> okay, I believe that's called cheating. <laughs> Ten. Ten out of 140 points for 15 years. What that means then is that the public policy leadership was very comfortable with pulling an entire generation of black children through a school system that could garner no more than 10 points, an entire generation, and then pulling another generation through, because we're at 15 points, from K through 12. Kindling. Kindling, let's talk about the police. We know that the police are here to... Protect and serve, yeah, because I'm going to be doing this throughout, because there's a kind of hymn book that we sing from, right? (laughs) We know, right? We know. The police are here to protect and serve. So in this protect and serve, except in Ferguson, they looked at that black population as revenue generators. So you're doing 26 and a 25, boom, ticket. I don't think you fully stopped at that stop sign. Boom, ticket. Ah, looks like you've got a broken tail light. Boom, ticket. 
And this is a working class neighborhood. And so when you start hitting this neighborhood, this community with $50 tickets, $25 tickets, $80 tickets, $100 tickets, and you begin to think about what that means, you pay the ticket or you pay your rent. You pay the ticket or you keep food on the table. You keep the lights on. There's not disposable income here. When you don't pay that ticket, the next time you're doing 26 and a 25, because now there's a warrant out for your arrest, then you are jailed. And then the entire criminal justice process of fines and court fees and bail are all pulling from this working class black community. By the time when Ferguson blew, those fines and those tickets accounted for 25% of Ferguson's operating budget. 25%. And let me be really clear, justice was not blind. Justice, in fact, had, what did he call it? Had Lasix. Because <laughs> justice was, so if the police would happen to stop somebody white, and try to hand them a ticket and go, ooh, ooh, sorry, sorry, not you. Or if the police officer handed somebody white a ticket and somebody white went in to go then pay the ticket, it was like, what are you doing? I'm trying to pay this ticket and to tear up the ticket. So you're getting this massive extraction from the working class black population in Ferguson, Kindling. That was our wonderful uh, professor. Carol Anderson, uh, one of professor um, who did a lecture at uh, Emory um, back in April of 2018, a wonderful lecture that, that she did from her, her book, self-titled White Rage. And again, that's Carol Anderson. I really advise you all to get that book, man. It's a wonderful, powerful book and um, very descriptive and um, talks about white rage, but not, not in the way you think that white rage is. It, it, it's a subtle approach. Uh, it, it's a silent killer, that is. Good evening. Thank you all for listening to the Holy Spirit Blog Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Gary, uh, Minister Gio Harden. And uh, I wanted just to open up the show tonight uh, dealing with white rage and dealing with <clears throat> what's really going on uh, in our communities uh, worldwide, not just in the United States, but worldwide. Um, so I titled, I titled this show The Annihilation of African People by Any Means Necessary, White Rage. The Annihilation of, an, of African People by Any Means Necessary and White Rage. And, and what black folk don't, don't understand, understand, these folks know they're dying off. And, they, and they're dying off at a rate that it's, it's, it's amazing, man. I mean, even in Europe, uh, they have an opioid crisis now in Europe that is killing uh, young people. Uh, but, by the, you know, hundreds, hundreds of them are dying by the day, by the day, people. And it's something that they cannot control, whether it be state here, statewide, or, or, or overseas. It is plaguing uh, particularly the youth under 30 years of age. And therefore, these these people uh, have the have have a decree 
as I like to call it, an all-out war, particularly on black boys and black men, but on African people in general. Because they figure, hell, if we got by the by, by to our lives about to end, we got nothing to lose. We play on house money. So we're going to take as many of your asses as we can. And what a mighty shame that is, man. White rage has been the tactics many government and private agencies have been using to kill as many black people as possible. Yet we are so focused on entertainment issues and drama that we can't even see the devil is sitting at the table and sleeping right next to us on a nightly basis. It is time to turn this over to our future generation of our young minds and young spirits to begin to reverse the evils of this planet and bring restoration and liberation to a planet the creator made and designed for a people who look like you and look like me. I got so much to cover, man, because because we're going to be going a lot of places uh, tonight to really show you that they're coming on all, all sides, man. They coming, they coming with everything they got. They, they, they just not, it just ain't police uh, killings and brutality. They coming after our money, our housing, our food, water supply, everything they can. Your job. They're using anything and everything to first destroy your your community because if that's destroyed. Then you you will self destruct. You will start killing each other and destroying that community and bringing and, and and having it depleted with no with, with no kind of resources in those communities. That's what they need. I'm gonna take this quick commercial break. When I come back, we'll, we'll talk a little further about our subtitle, White Rage. I'll be back in just a moment. PDK Beauty Supply, North Georgia's premier beauty supply and hair care service center, is your one-stop shop for all of your beauty needs. PDK provides natural hair care services for braiding, sewing, and so much more. Give us a call or stop by and see. PDK Beauty Supply, designed with you in mind. Family-owned and operated, God-driven. Thank you. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. What the hell are you going to do? Shoot me. It doesn't take much to look on the local news every night and see how many black kids, black boys, black men are being killed with these stand-your-ground defenses that these people raise. Then they get off. So I take issue with that. I'm the only person here of color. Okay, I am a mother, too, and I have a son, and I care as much for my son as y'all care for y'all, but my son doesn't want the same path as yours does, so this debate deserves more time. I'm in politics. 
We have killings regularly down there. Mr. Hunter knows he's our prosecutor. Now, I don't know where the heck, I know where you are from, Gary. And I don't know really where Mr. Ballinger is from. But I can tell you that for a long time since I've been back here in Arkansas, I have feared for my son's life. Now, he's 27, he's out of Arkansas. And I thank God he is when you're bringing up crap like this. It offends me. And then to limit the debate, too, this is crazy. You don't have to worry about your children, Will. I worry about my son. And I worry about other little black boys and girls. And people coming into my neighborhood, into my city, saying they got open carry rights, walking down in front of my doggone office in front of the courthouse. That's a bully. Do I have a right to stand my ground with some crazy-ass person walking around with a doggone gun? I don't know what the hell he intends to do, but I know I am scared. I feel threatened. Just like some of y'all walking around here up in the legislature with these damn guns. That what's his name? Garner came in here walking around here with a damn gun in his under his coat. You can see the damn print. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. What the hell are you gonna do? Shoot me? Senator The hell? I'm telling you, this deserves more attention. You want to come up here with all these little uh, NRA bills and bills that Alec has and all that stuff. I'm talking about my son's life. And I'm talking about the lives of other black kids. Do what the hell you want to do. Go ahead, but you can't silence me. You got your damn silence going out the damn chamber today. But you are not going to silence me. Because walking around with guns on your hip and under your cup, and you can see the imprint, it's threatening. Wonderful insert by the senator in Arkansas, man. I want to play it for you real quick. And they were they were talking about the um, stand your ground law that they had voted on. They, they was trying to get the stand your law ground ground law for Arkansas. Come to find out that here, a lot that, that um, states and I'm from Florida, but the states that have that have that stand your stand your ground law, they have a 250 percent murder rate. Meaning people are are likely to be killed twice as much with that law intact. And that's so amazing. And ninety percent of the, of the people that are being gunned down are, are, are African people of color in those stand your ground uh, states that black folks are, are the ones that that, that are, are the victims of the uh, stand your ground um, uh, debacle. I was reading this article earlier today, and it was talking about um, 
in Atlanta, they talk about in Atlanta, Metro Atlanta schools were now serving lunch, I mean dinner, at their schools. This is something that, that, that um, uh, I'm going to be talking to you all about in the near future because um, we're trying to put, a, put together um, a campaign, if you will, but, 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 a, but a, a funding uh, that is year-round for young people, for young students in, in these um, uh, urban schools, if you will. Uh, I, I like to say black schools, black and brown schools, but particularly black schools where people understand that, that, that breakfast is one of the most important meals for a child. And lunch being the second, that, that's why they're in that order. And back in the 60s and, and, and early 70s, the Black Panthers, uh, they had a, a lunch, pro, a breakfast, lunch, and dinner program where they fed the kids before school and after school as well. Because many statistics I've done shows on this show that when a kid doesn't have a proper uh, nourishment, proper meal, or, or what have you, that they, they, they can't concentrate. Because, they're, they're, hell, who could? If you're starving and you're hungry, you hadn't eaten, you hadn't eaten in, in a day and a half. And I always say, when these kids go home, you have no clue what they go home to. If, the, if their parents are home or not home, or their parents, you know, I'm not saying their parents are bad, but some parents are working two, three, three damn jobs to keep a raggedy-ass apartment. So the child is home to fend for, for him or herself. And then there's no damn food. It might be a bowl of cereal. With no milk, and that kid don't eat again till maybe lunchtime. And lo and behold, these sons of bitches in Congress are cutting out stipends for for for, for, for free lunch and, and discount lunches in the whole night. So that, that that's why we have put together a program to be able to feed these babies uh, on a regular basis, where they will have vouchers to be able uh, to have a lunch. And various and, and, and various schools, man. And, and, and I'm, I'm asking you guys. I, I'm giving you a heads up, but we'll be doing this, uh, starting this thing probably, in sometime in April because we want to be ready for the 2019 upcoming uh, uh, school year. But we got to get that money in advance. We 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 can't wait till the school starts in late August, uh, September. We have to, we have to begin now to be able to have these vouchers that we can t- take to these schools. And if a child may be short or may not have money for lunch. We ain't going to ask no damn question. We're going to feed these babies. And it's also embarrassing for them to, to, to be sitting around and, 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 and their, their uh, uh, classmates are eating and they got to go, go hide around a corner. And that's when you, you start having delinquents and all kinds of things and, 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 and they're getting in truancy because they're they, they walking off campus, they're angry. But it's all systematic. And that's what uh, Dr. Carol uh, Anderson is talking about, white rage. They do it so silently. They're the only people are, are, are running around here screaming and yelling is our black ass. Nevertheless, this, this Metro Atlanta School District added dinner to the menu for students in need. And um, this article um, is coming out of the uh, Atlanta Journal-Constitution. This article I, that, that um, I stumbled across it came out. Uh, February 28th of this year. And it talks about um, one recent Friday afternoon at uh, a school called Barnett Elementary School in Douglasville. About two dozen students lined up in a cafeteria for what amounts to a new frontier in the district school-supported meals. The grab-and-go plate of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, orange slices, celery sticks, and 
Carton Milk is a part of a new program to serve dinner to Douglas County school students in need. And Burnett, fourth grader, fourth grader Christopher Depass, he's age nine, approves. It used to be as soon as I got home, I would be so hungry. And I would open up the refrigerator and eat whatever I could, he said. So amazing, man. And efforts to affect the students' outcome began with, with school offerings free and reduced lunch prices as a part of the National School Lunch Act passed in 1946. Dinner programs and similar initiative popping up, uh, 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 initiatives popping up across Metro Atlanta are rec- recognition by education leaders that they can do more to fulfill student needs. And um, so a lot of schools, they're trying to do a free lunch now. But you know what's going to happen with that. And, and here's the thing. There's always a full – and this is why I'm trying, to, I'm trying to put this thing together, man. Uh, I'm going to declare I'm going to put this thing together because here's the trick. Again, this, this is white rage. All the news media jump on this. Oh, yeah, they give the Metro School District to offer free lunch for students. They'll do that crap for one or two years. And boom. Oh, we got a funding. That's white rage. They set you up to make them themselves look good and say, oh, well, we got a funding. And then they blame it on your ass. And, and, and what, I'm, what I'm telling you, my listeners, I don't care, care you're listening, because I got folks that listen in Canada, in Africa, uh, in England, wherever you are. These are our babies. We are the village. And we should, be, we should be able, as God's people, to be able to lift these babies up, not sit back here and think these folks going to really do this shit for, for a long period of time. They do everything short term. Oh, the trick in the book. They're going to make themselves look good and go, oh, they're giving away free. And when you, as soon as you drop your damn guards, your child going to come on, oh, they cut that out, mama. When? Last month, they ran out of funding. All oh, this trick in the book. Who don't know that shit coming? Come on, man. And, and they've already said, they, they said it last year, that they're going to cut out these, these these free lunch and half things. So why are they publishing this story now? Like, And here it is, the second half of the school year, you're just not publishing this shit like, like it's really going to happen. Then all these parents who read this article and, and watch this thing on local news, especially in Atlanta, they're going to be dumbfounded when they come back next year, and ain't none of this shit going to be true. None of it. So amazing. Because they want to set your kids up to fail. That's why they're printing this shit. And shout out to all the new black media. Philippe Matthew, Bella Field Scott, Dr. Shawna Etienne, Michi X, Vicky Dillard. Everybody. Tariq Nasheed, Umar Johnson. Folk going around out here now, speaking truth, and let and letting our people know what's really going on. And now Roland Martin, all them jackass, now they mad because they want to fool your ass and put you to sleep with that border registration, border same shit. Your Bible said, "Faith without works is dead." In the meantime, while you talking about voting, damn it, the fuck these kids gonna do on a regular basis? You don't vote every every day. But they damn sure eat every damn day. So what are we supposed to do in the meantime? 
wait to find somebody to vote that'll help them pass a law? Are you out of your fucking mind? Pardon my French. Are you out of your mind? Someone let these babies freaking starve to death while you sit there trying to handpick a candidate that, that, that no damn well, no one candidate going to do a damn thing for you. Well, you can do for your damn self, like Malcolm X says, do for damn self. Get your behind together, get these coins together, and let's get these kids fed. Let's get them a, an after-school building to go to. Got to have a damn a, a meal while their mom and dads are at work. You freaking kidding me? Every damn thing about ain't about no damn voting. It's about doing. So here, Douglasville, they just started doing this just the, the, uh, Feb- on February, the last uh, week in February. They just started start doing this. And Atlanta Public School quietly started serving. They say Atlanta Public School started uh, doing this thing four years ago and has expanded the effort to nearly three dozen schools. The Cap County School District officials are testing a dinner program at one elementary school where they feed students and their families with hopes to expand that program. Again, where the hell the funding going to come from? It says we have a number of students where dinner for them is a bag of Cheetos and soft drinks, said the same tensely to the Cap County School District's deputy superintendent for students for student support and intervention. It is happening because of some financial issues with some of our families. This is an extended layer of wraparound support to at least make sure they have a healthy dinner and a balanced dinner. And again, this is amazing, man. This is amazing. And it says school food programs around the country have long included lunch and breakfast, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture's Food and Nutrition Service Division. And 17 Georgia school districts are participating in an at-risk after-school meal component of the department's child and adult care food program, with 16 saying they provide dinner meals at 77 schools. And during the 2017-2018 school year, participating school districts said they serve approximately a half a million dinners. That does not include schools that serve meals through other programs provided through other sponsorships. And about 62% of the student enrolled in Douglas County schools all free and reduced lunch. At Burnett Elementary, the number the number rise to, rise to, rose to 89%. It's so amazing that they're starting to do these programs, or, or, or they're, they're alleging that they've been doing it for some, a number of years. But at the same time, I, I didn't know anything about it. But what I do know is in these same counties, it was, it, was, it was some kids who, who messed around and uh, uh, didn't have no lunch because this one girl, T.I., bought her lunch for the whole damn year. Because the damn, uh, uh, the, the lady, the cafeteria lady, the idiot, the cafeteria idiot, she took the girl food and threw the shit in the damn garbage can. Because the girl, was, was, she was short or whatever. It was, it, was, it was a reduced lunch, but the girl was short. And again, we had to come up with programs, man, to make, to make sure this thing is happening. You look at the people who are fighting for minimum wage. And a lot of states that are winning the battle for, for minimum wage, what's happening is a lot of a lot of the workers now who are on the front lines are somehow being let go and fight. Because you, you understand that um, many states, particularly in the South, 
they are a fire, a fire at will state. They can fire it for no reason. And, and you can't do a damn thing about it. So now on one hand, they, they're winning the battle for, for, for $15 being the minimum wage, but they're losing a damn job. So now, again, here you got a working mother finally getting a decent wage to take care of family. Y'all been dying for to get off welfare and food stamps. And now she's able to provide. And the first thing you do is cut her legs from underneath her. So amazing, man. And what they're trying to do is um, they're, try, they're, they're trying to get younger as far as younger people, you know, fresh out of high school or, or first year in college, to work these jobs with their parents, so they can go back to paying seven seventy-five or seven fifty an hour, you know, half half that salary. So amazing. And all these workers who who who, who made it possible are seeing themselves lose their job, or what they, you know, on some BS. I, I want to say, it's crazy, man. So amazing. And, and um, another article I saw too. Like I said, I, I'm going to be jumping around, man, because I, I want to show you how this this thing is happening. This white rage. Here it is in uh, South Carolina in this housing project with these hood homes. You want to say they got carbon monoxide is killing public housing residents and the people with HUD. They don't require them to have those uh, monoxide detectors. And, and, and two people have already died uh, from the gas in, in, in these uh, public housing complex. See, like I told you, if they give you something, they really ain't giving you nothing. And now that they have, you know, this ain't just South Carolina that's going on with, with, with the situation with the carbon monoxide and, and the, um, the the molding, uh, you know, all kinds of things that are happening in these public housing and, and so on and so forth. But it's happening statewide, and and little to no actions are being are, are, are taking place. You know, before they had guidelines of what you know, people you know who work for the I, I, I think well I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's HUD. They will come around and make sure you know they're up to code and so on and so forth. But hell, now you, you got you got Ben Carson who just got fired by Trump, but Ben Carson was, had been in the last a year and a half. He, he ain't been doing shit. Even yeah, remember, you know they laid folks off. The inspectors got laid off in the whole night. So, so, so now people are risking with their kids getting a, a, a asbestos, a, a, a asthma, bad asthma, all kind of things, cancerous uh, situations going on in these public housings uh, statewide, and nothing's being done. And folks are getting sick, going to the hospital, and all kind of things. Women are having uh, uh, premature babies and, and, and the whole nine. And you, and you look at what's going on in, in, in Louisiana. They got this this brain-eating uh, mobile that was in the water before, 